Oh, is that a freak t-shirt you're wearing? It is. I'm very jealous. <laughs> well, a certain someone got it for my birthday. <laughs> that have you seen that movie, Aid? No, I've never seen that movie. Oh yeah. what? It's like one of my favorite movies too. That's why it's I was so like, good. Yeah, it's I was like, I was like, oh Alex Winters. I mean Alex Winters in that? He's oh, like, yeah. he wrote and directed it and stars. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, this movie's okay. so good. It has Mr. T in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw all the people. Yeah, but I I, I don't know. It has Anthony, uh, the brother from Blossom in it. It's also got uh, Keanu Reeves as a dog face boy. And was that Keanu? That was Keanu. That's great. I didn't know that, actually. He's, oh, he's, he's the highest paid person in the cast, even though he's uncredited. He was a high. I think he made like a million dollars. I think it was like post Point Break when they made that movie. That's so funny. Yeah. The movie's so good. This is Freak Podcast. We're just going to talk about Freak for the rest of time. Okay, let me know when you're actually serious because I had to fix my hair. This is... <laughs> hey, just, I don't want to look like that. shit on the thing. All right, even though you can see through my chest. Thank you, Doug. Why did the shirt have to be great? <laughs> actually, we're going to thank Jay because Jake is the one who designed it. So, uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wear that shirt. You can, can you wear that in school? Hey, is that a thing you can wear to Orlando? Can you wear t-shirts to school? I, I wear Slasher's podcast shirts. I don't wear this one because there's just coming out the carrot. So obviously I don't wear this one. If it's good enough for Doug to wear to Orlando, uh, to Universal Studios Orlando, <laughs> I think it's good enough for you to, to, to Orlando public schools. Okay? Uh, you know what? It's fine. The kids would wear it. It's all fine. How many dirty looks did he get? And how many times do you kind of like see him like Doug walk by like kids and be like, oh, Doug, why would you wear that shirt? Nobody actually <laughs> looked at it. You know, we were so hungover. That was that was a day. I'm like, what were we thinking of planning this? This is slashers. <laughs> Jason, whenever you're ready, I'm just waiting. One, two, three, four. This is Slasher's Podcast, your new favorite podcast about your new favorite horror media or horror television shows or specials or episodes that are on Netflix, but not all of them are on Netflix because mm. rights, am I right? Today with me are the esteemed colleague, co-host, and cohorts, Aid and Lance, an unofficial member who maybe hates us, maybe doesn't, but he's wearing a really cool shirt. <laughs> I love you all. <laughs> Not a suicidal tendency shirt today, though. That's that's kind of disappointing. Yeah, no, 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 no hat today. I didn't want to distract too much after having the freaked shirt on. Did they come <laughs> to completely different bands when James Trujillo left? Tell me about the discography uh, of suicidal tendencies. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, should I, should like, I just leave you two alone? <laughs> I like, like I should just leave the room. I'm just saying, what a sellout. Okay, he left like one of the most hardcore uh, bands ever from Metallica. What a sellout, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so horrible. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I was like, like uh... <laughs> there's even an entire documentary about him leaving the band, and then. <laughs> <laughs> And then James Hetfield getting clean in like Russia or somewhere. What a documentary that was. What a time it was for like 2005. And then they released Say Anger, which sucks. So back to the Haunted Mask. 
speaking of things that suck no i'm just kidding oh <laughs> by the way hello it's aid aid is here i know we're not yeah. we're not talking about metallica because i hate them but anyway. you don't like metallica no why what's, what's wrong with metallica i mean i'm not like they're not i mean i get it it's not like they're my favorite band ever but it's you know it's like metallica you know? I literally, we had tickets to see them, and I watched Avenged Sevenfold, and I'm like, let's go. <laughs> Metallica's headlining. Honestly, like, at that point, because they do like two-hour shows, don't they? I feel like they, they like their shows are forever. Like Taylor yes! Swift shows are like three hours long, or Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I mean, for the money you pay for a Taylor Swift song, you should be able to see Well, yeah, exactly. If you're... <laughs> well, no, but those tickets were like $400 a piece to be on the floor, and... I still wouldn't even wait for Metallica because they're we're coming on for another two hours and I'm gonna have to be there for another two hours, and I'm like, listen, I know all the fucking songs. They're always on the radio because apparently that's the only song metal band that uh, metal, and I say that in quotes that uh, the radio is allowed <laughs> to play. And so, what do Wait I care? Do you still listen to the radio? We have one rock station in Orlando. Lance knows this. I, look, I, mean, I don't even know what. I'm sure one of his little bands has been on it. <laughs> I don't even listen to it. For, for the native sound. But like, yeah. And they all they do is play Metallica, Led Zeppelin, and ACDC. Like you don't just like walk by every once in a while and go, give me fuel, give me fire, give me that shot of desire, just randomly or throughout your day. Like, yeah. like as you're going up the stairs to your classroom and the kids are just driving you crazy, you just say it to yourself, give me fuel, give me fire. It's okay. sad but true. Like exactly. <laughs> yes. yes. So today on Slasher's podcast, <laughs> who remembers Goosebumps? Mm. Who remembers a Scholastic school book fair? Yeah. Is that still a thing, by the way? Oh no. no. I mean, they're not in high school. I don't. Know I mean, sure, not yet. It was done, but I didn't know if like middle schools or elementary schools still did Scholastic book fairs. You know, that's a good question. I don't know. I have elementary and middle school friends. But... So, sorry, Jason, here in Florida, they're trying to burn the libraries down. Oh, yeah. You're not allowed to read in Florida. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I don't know if you know how that works here in Florida. You can read the but, uh, Bible and Ayn Rand novels, and that's it. Goosebumps here is considered Satanism. Yeah. But you can get a, a clean copy of Mein Kampf, and they're all stocked at Barnes & Noble. And don't ask Yikes. me why I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, from a historical text, I can understand. But like just selling that over anything else, the, that's that's just disgusting. Well, oh, yeah. Good God. It's like the same thing as like buying how much of a kill a mockingbird. Like the FBI automatically has you on a list. Oh, yeah. And I <laughs> or, used to uh, teach that. I taught that for years to my ninth graders. Or Catcher in the Rye. Wasn't that also one of the flagged books, too? Band. <laughs> oh, is Kaka, it? Band. Everybody. Band. I'm like, are we going to read anything? And I'm like, fuck it. We'll just listen to Slasher's podcast in class all day. Cause Do like... it. <laughs> Slasher's and Breitbart podcast, which I'm sure exists. <laughs> just listen to Steve Bannon bitch about how he's getting canceled. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. That's why I'm drinking. But anyway, Goosebumps was a huge <laughs> part of my childhood. How about you? I know Lance, you're a little bit older than we are, but was Go were you like the right age for Goosebumps, or were you more of a Fear Street kid? <laughs> I was a little of both. Actually, I I, I like just the genre in, in general. So like I liked it, you know, in the sense of like the creativeness of it, you know, and you kind of like always wish 
like when you're a little older you see something and you're like damn i wish i was that when i was younger so you're still kind of trying to watch it you know just to yeah. see how it is but it's weird because when we wa- i watched it now i was like oh wow <laughs> like the difference in my mo- my mindset towards it i was like oh wow that's even like more so than i thought before but so yeah no, i used to get these books all the time and i watch tv shows this was this was my jam my peanut butter and jam sandwiches over here well jason you still read them i do every once in a while and i know our <laughs> linster josh has a huge collection of the goosebumps books as well um, you can see, I mean, they're still in print, but it's fun to go back and get like the old old copies. And there's a couple of them that are actually kind of like Monster Blood 4. Like that's a very, that's like a 60, that, the book's like $60 or more on eBay. Oh, wow. Just because it, they just, it only got reprinted once since they've been reprinted or anything. And there's a couple of other ones and not the first run series, but some later Goosebump series that R.L. Sign was that wrote or that are pretty expensive online. There's whatever reason they didn't sell as much as the other ones, but it's it's still going. This is a series that still exists that he still keeps writing. I'm like, good for you, R.L. Stein. Keep making that money because good lord, this they call him the Stephen King for children horror. It's like, well, yeah, pretty much, pretty accurate. Yeah, no, that seems about right. <laughs> no, no, the Fear Street, the one that I showed you guys, the Last Kiss, the yeah. vampire one that mm-hmm. was going for like over three hundred dollars. I'm like, I have that on my bookshelf still. Like, <laughs> I bought it when it was a thing. And yeah. I remember it made me cry because it was so like traumatizing. So, <laughs> yeah, there's a Fear Street's a little bit more expensive for whatever because they did. I mean, they weren't quite. I mean, they were obviously very big books, but they weren't quite as a uh, known as Goosebumps books were. So apparently, I, those I are... think the films, the the Netflix series, probably jumped yeah, it absolutely. higher in my opinion. Yeah, so. and some of those books are yeah, and there's other like I know like the Fear Street. There was after they did the first series of Fear Street books, they did the books called Fear Street Se- uh, Seniors. Those books are really rare. You can get like sixty dollars plus for those. Um, yeah. And then there's others, and they brought it back. Whatever. I, I read like one of the newer ones. I'm like, R.L. Stein just does not really understand how to write teenagers in 2023. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> you know, and Stephen King struggles with it now too. It's just like, how do you get a 70 year old guy to write about 2023 teenagers? It's just, you know, no. I couldn't write a teenager, and I'm a 35. I couldn't imagine what it's like to write for a teenager when I'm 70s. You know, <laughs> you have no idea how difficult it would be to write for them because they are a different. They're very different. Do they read? Are they? I know they're not allowed to read, but they do it secretly. <laughs> it's very rare. It's just they have. There's so many of them that are just so apathetic. I can't tell you how many times a day I hear, "I don't care about anything. I just go home and go to sleep. I don't care about anything." They're like the I new generation care. X. I mean, I I I love an audiobook. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, the well, Lance is Generation X. He should know. <laughs> but I still love I, I love audiobooks though, and I love reading too. Aww. But at the same time, it's like. <laughs> You know, especially if you get like your you like a popular like actor or something like that to you know do the audiobook. It's like uh uh Will Wheaton does Ready Player One books. I read that books. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um so like it, I enjoy that because it's like coming from somebody you enjoy and you know is nerdy. So yeah. you imagine somebody doing a goosebook uh goosebumps book and being like somebody you admire from that ideal, like maybe Jack Black, you know, who did the movie. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool, yeah. You know, it's like Especially with all the voices he probably does with all of it. <laughs> That'd be great. I know uh, the World War Z audio book has like a huge cast in it. I don't know if you ever read that book, but the, like the audio yeah. book has like, it's basically like an, an audio play, essentially. Sandman the same way. It has a, like a, a whole bunch of really cool actors doing the, the voices. 
And uh, Judd Nelson actually did the audio book for the last Stephen King one uh, later, which came out a couple oh, of like five I years ago. That. Yeah, he did. The, he actually did the audio book for that one. I'm sure it's a decent gig if you can get it. I don't. I mean, you're not going to get like a million dollars to work. But I'm like, hey, for the next two days, you're just going to read a book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just say it how you would say it to your child, and then read it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's kind of awesome. Just drink honey tea. Though. Reading out loud is difficult, though. If you have to do it over a long period of time, like you like mm. trip over your words, and well, do you make your kids do that? Do you make your kids do that when in your class? All right, you do a paragraph, and this kid does a paragraph, and this kid does a paragraph. When when I taught tenth grade, I did. Now I'm like, they're seniors. Read it yourself, and if you don't read yourself and you get a bad grade, then you get a zero. Like, not asking <laughs> too much. Like you're old now. Read your shit yourself. Bye. Anyway. I do provide audio though. Like there's always somebody on YouTube reading something. So it's hilarious. Cause like, I don't even have to get the audio book for anything. Cause some, some fucking Joe Schmo will read the entire book of Pride and Prejudice on YouTube. And I just upload that. I'm like, listen to this asshole do it. Like I'm not paying for the audio version. My mom was so into like the Twilight books or whatever. And they have these like, you know how they have those fan fiction things. There's people who will read the fan fiction stuff of that. <laughs> there would be days i'd catch catch her reading i'm like I'm like listening to it i'm like going, what the hell is going Wait, on <laughs> didn't 50 shades of gray start as fan fiction from yeah twilight it just makes me so sad that these people are making millions and millions of dollars and here i am doing you know nothing with my life <laughs> any one of us could do this honestly i mean in some form of fashion pick a goosebumps jason write your thing i'll edit it for yeah. you we'll make unfortunately i think i probably have too much of an accent to do audiobooks but i'll start writing like yeah, yeah. <laughs> depending on what it was we you were reading set it, it in say. the bio That's no exactly fine. we'll uh no <laughs> listen to jason heel read all of these uh english classics from the 1800s i'm sure that would play really well <laughs> Actually, that would. <laughs> Pride yeah. read by. <laughs> I could probably be into that accent, to be honest with you, dude. Listen to Jason Hill read Emma. Wouldn't that everybody would love that one, I think? And it's a picture of you and your headband in the back of the book. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so back to the movie. We keep derailing you, Jason. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, but uh, this was the very first uh, Goosebumps episode that was played. I remember watching it with my brother the night it came out and being scared out of my mind. I watched it now and I was like, the mask is kind of creepy, but it's not that scary. But I mean, it's, I mean, it's for middle grade kids you know it's not like it's supposed to be it, it can't be super scary <laughs> it was remember that was the tvy7 that was the big rating that it was oh, too scary God. for you if it was tvy7 <laughs> do you remember that yeah i do remember that but yeah i mean then of course they had a tv show show and they had i forgot i mean i even looked up how many episodes there were but it was like 70 or something like that i don't remember exactly how many there were but they're all based on the books over 14 million people watched it when it aired first on Halloween. I was one of those people. And it was on Fox. I remember that Fox kids lineup. I'd come home from school. I'd watch like this and Animaniacs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Batman. I think Batman was on there for a while. Yeah, Animated series. Yeah. yeah. That's true. But it was a Halloween special. And this was book number 11 of the Goosebump series. Mm-hmm. Now, it was, at this point, it was a huge success. Uh, I think the very first one was Welcome to Dead House. If you can find a first printing of that, it doesn't say what number it is. It just says Goosebumps, Welcome to Dead House. That's a kind of expensive book to collect. And 
this one was one of the more well-known books. It's going to be one of the more well-known books, one of the, the creepy, you know, it's not exactly the mascot, but it's one of the more well-known ones. Uh, my favorite one is the uh, Scarecrow Walks at Midnight. Oh yes, because you nice. didn't you tell us this? You sent us the, the yeah. I've got the, okay. yeah. I've got the the new release. Uh, release. It, the, it's not expensive. I can get it be able to use on a eBay for probably like two dollars. But I just picked it up at Barnes and Noble one afternoon because I had like a coupon or something. I was like, yes. And the only thing that really drives me crazy, and it's bad in the this movie too, and the pranks. Everybody is like a whole is nothing but pranks. They can't kill anybody. You can't go super crazy with it. But everybody's like, oh no, it's just a prank, bro. Like I'll just put this worm in your in, in your sandwich. It's uh, just uh, a prank, bro. This is like super bullying, like, like yeah. to the nineties like height. You know what I mean? Like no matter if you, it would never air today. <laughs> no. As much well, as they're bu- bullying. Yeah, because the whole premise is they're bullying her because quote they like her, right? And so that's that was why. the worst excuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, wow, this is like old school toxicity. When we grew up, that's what they told us when a boy was mean to you. It's because he likes you. And this is why women <sighs> date and marry toxic men <laughs> to this day. <laughs> Maybe not so much now. But this was like the generation that we grew up in, like, you know, and so I always like, oh, check and see for not that bad because they like her, you know, <laughs> when I was a kid, because I had this on, t- on a VHS tape. Yeah, I see uh, it all the time when I go thrifting every once in a while, you know, you see like the, the section, I'll see Goosebumps taped all the time, like this is like Nickelodeon orange tapes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it makes me want to look at green. Goosebumps books now that I'm at the thrift store. <laughs> Just look at numbers on the thing and just see if it's an original first. Yeah, do I mean, everyone? I mean, there's a couple of them you'll run through. It's like, oh, this one is big. I know there's one that's like a hundred dollars. It's like a give yourself book goosebumps book. You remember one of those too, where you read and yeah. like, if you want to do this, go to page 62. Then, yeah. if, uh, yeah. Choose your own adventure type. Yeah, there's a couple of those that are like worth a, a lot, a good amount of money. Those um, were so good. And I had so many of them. I got to go through my storage. I know I still have a shit ton, but why are they just out of print now? Like, what is the. No, it's just you want the first edition copy of it because oh, it's cool okay. that way. But some of yeah. them are out of print or never went back into print for whatever reason. But uh, I mean, like I said, like the first one, Goosebumps, those are almost in print in perpetuity because it just made so much money. But there's a couple, there's a handful of them that just never really haven't been in print for a long, long, long time. And there's just like a small print run on them comparatively to other books. Well, sometimes they'll do that on purpose just so they can actually keep a buzz about said books or just in general of the idea of it. Well, you can get a lot of these these first edition books, especially for this series, at different. Um, just go to your local Goodwill or Salvation Army. Yeah, I used oh, to yeah. have when I worked at the at the tanning salon. Like this little bee, how I used to come in with her high heels every day, and she's in her seventies. Helen Granger, bless her heart. I don't think she's with us anymore. <laughs> but may she rest in peace. She whatever she would find a horror book because she would go to Goodwill every day. That was her thing. She'd go to Bojangles, she'd go to Goodwill, and she'd come get a tan. Yes, she used to Pojangles. bring me fucking all these books from goodwill if they had vampires or monsters on them and i would get some good like i have first edition and rice sitting on my shelf right now so she'd get yeah. for like 50 cents like ridiculous so yeah. if, if you want first edition to anything whenever you're out of town just go to the local goodwill and see what the fuck is in there because people don't know what they have and they just give it away basically i'm like in my head i'm like as somebody who does that like for extra money i'm like do not do that well, you're <laughs> looking for do do records that. yeah that's what lance does yeah, yeah. vhs tape that's another big thing people go out oh, yeah. for vhs tapes all the time and they'll find like a oh look at this this is a 
edition of the Prowler for that's in decent position. Oh, that's only going for three hundred dollars on eBay these days. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it for like five dollars at fucking Salvation Army. It's like buried under a bunch of shit, and you're just yeah. like, oh my god, like what is this? The treasures of goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> this real quick. Um, yeah. So did y'all did y'all watch the TV show or had y'all watched this one before? Lance, did you watch this? Uh, I had seen some of this stuff. Like, uh, it's it's so funny because like. It's one of those shows that, like, if it was on, I watched it, but I didn't go out of my way to watch it, you know, one of those kind of deals. So, like, I'd seen some of this one, because, like, when I was watching, I'm like, oh, shit, I do remember this one. But then, like, there's a couple other ones with, the, you know, the, obviously the puppet and, you know, a couple other famous ones. I was more like, like, like we were talking before, like, a long time ago, uh, Erie, Indiana was, like, kind of my. That show, that show still holds up, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what is it? A high school pizza, the t shirt people, they were actually pushing out some uh, uh, Erie, Indiana shirts. And I was like, oh, damn you. <laughs> just that, that shepherd has got the, the, the German shepherd that's got his gun in his mouth. He's trying to take over the world. <laughs> yeah. The storylines for like most of these things, like it was like Erie, Indiana would be like kind of like the twisted sister version of Goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need to go back and watch that show again now. It's so good. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it had Amory Katz. Like, I don't remember it because that was old. I, Jason, yeah. you and I are the same age. I don't remember that show. I remember really? like people talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it only lasted two seasons because nobody really watched it. And it had, um, yeah, Amory Katz yeah. is in it. And, uh, what's his face? The guy who did the voice for Binks. Mm. Oh, Jason Marston. Yeah. Jason yeah. Marston. He's, yeah. He's, he's in the show too. Um, okay. and there's not a lot of other people that are like, really famous i think there's a couple like a uh, guest stars in it and they're pretty big but uh yeah that shows it's really really oh da- uh danielle harris is in an episode she does good thing <laughs> oh, well, she, she does that a lot so there yeah. you go yeah i know that's but it's interesting because i think that it's it's a different time because we really don't have that now geared towards children so before we get into the episode is there anything that we can think of that kind of like falls in the same vein as this now and the only thing that came to mind for me was stranger things but it is not for kids. Like there are kids in it. And I and I'm guilty. I've played episode one or two for my high schoolers before. But is it directed towards children? Not really. It kind of started out that way, but then it was like, no, nah, we're just gonna go full on like this. This is like it's not R-rated, but it's like hard PG thirteen. Like that's well, they got older right before our eyes too. So you you went from like kids that like made you think of Goonies when it comes to stranger things. And then all of a sudden they're like high school students, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, yeah, but there's no, nothing gonna be now like, like that. So yeah. once this writer strikes over, they're gonna be forty years old by the time the writer strikes over. They get back <laughs> filming again. <laughs> we'll be saw, dead, yay! <laughs> yeah, I saw a, actually I saw a commercial of Noah Schnapp or Schnapp. He was doing it like, oh yeah, this is my college dorm room. I was like, dude, you were like five years old, uh, like last week. What's what happened here? <laughs> But yeah, but here's the thing, though, is that's the whole reason they're having this battle, because technically we get AI and they'll just redigitize them as little kids again. And we'll just get a whole different series of Stranger Things. Oh, my God, that's awful. <laughs> and if they looks weird, they'll just say like, oh, it's the upside down did it to them. They just look a little, a little weird <laughs> yeah. now. Just keeping them a dark. Yeah, <laughs> a little dark, a little dark. Um, but yeah, so this one also I was watching this. Carly Beth kind of sucks. I think I may have picked on her. <laughs> maybe, I, I might have picked on her a little bit too if I was that age. Well, you you saw my comment. I won't say it on air. 
that I sent that earlier. I just sent that today. I don't know. At one point, I was like, she's a little <laughs> like, you know what? She deserved everything that came to her. Like, what are you scared of? What the fuck are you? Is this because you're from Canada? Like, why are you behaving? Like, you know? Dude, these the, they were hard, these hard Winnipeg like a boots, and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like like the, I kept doing. I forgot. I saw it with a, a sorry counter, like because it, it was just like constant too, because they were doing pranks, and they was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I didn't mean to like scare you to death, but it was like seriously, like the first episode had like 20 sorries in it, and then I didn't even watch the second part. I just quit count. And it yeah. was just constant. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Even the episode that's got a, uh, what's his face? Oh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, he's in an episode and he still has his Canadian accent. Um, yeah, he does. <laughs> Wait, Ryan Gosling's Canadian? Yeah. Yeah. What? I just remember the uh, the Say Cheese and Dice episode. He drops a couple hard of boots. <laughs> <laughs> Is it when he was doing a Dance with the Stars or something like that? No, I think this was just after he had gotten off the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh. And he wanted to be he some more serious boy. acting. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, at my ignorance at that age, I didn't know that was a Canadian thing. I just thought, I'm like, oh, they must be like in the richer neighborhoods. Like, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't understand why they talked stupid like that. I'm like, why are they talking like that? It's Manitoba. Eh? <laughs> it's like just crushing off Canada. It's like, I don't know why they talk stupid. Like, like they talk normal. Like, why do they talk this way? Oh my God. But anyway, uh, I mean, when you watch this episode, it does bring back a lot of memories. And, and for me, when I rewatched it as an adult, because I hadn't seen it since I was a kid, but I used to watch it all the time because I had VHS. It is very mean spirited, and I think it is really creepy. Like, yeah. it's scary. Yeah. I think it's scary. Like, I'm watching it. I'm like, I don't know if I would show this to my kids if I had them. First of all, how rotten she is to her mother, and then Dude. when the mask, when she puts the mask on, should we go through? We should go through the slide by play. It's not a very long thing. No, <laughs> and we can go through some trivia if you want. And Jason, I'm taking over, so you need to cut me off. <laughs> You're totally fine. But like, when she puts the mask on. When it grows, remember that, and I always remember this as a kid, when it slinks down on her face and it kind of like wedges in. Yeah. I love that. That was a really cool scene, actually. That's probably one of my favorite scenes, actually, of that whole thing. Such yeah. a good, but you knew as a kid, you're like, oh, fuck, that thing like just got on her, right? And then it gets slimier and sweatier as she goes on, her eyes change. Like, there's just an entire different, like, and I think maybe that's why if we look at the juxtaposition, you know, to quote Jake, between Carly Beth and then Carly Beth in the mask, she is a complete 180 of what yeah. she really is, right? And oh, yeah. so maybe yeah. she's so insufferable over here, so that by the time she becomes the mask, you're like, oh my god, she's so awful over here. Like, she's never in the middle. There's never, like, a, a good medium with this troubled child. It's always like, you're this bad or you're this bad. And so, and then, like, the whole thing with the kids when she's screaming at the kids and the mom was standing there i would have fucking been like get the fuck out of my fucking porch like what the who the fuck are you in my kid's face like what is that what is that anyway so slay by play should we should we do that and just sure just yeah like it's, it's, it's yeah it's only at 40 minutes so we can probably do that just, yeah sorry i said to clear my throat oh no i wasn't sure did, it, did we freeze i thought we froze no, no, no. <laughs> this starts from carly beth who is our main character our very canadian <laughs> very gullible very scarable little girl She's constantly getting ridiculed by Steve Boswell and Chuck Green at Walnut Avenue Middle School. Ooh. 
Yeah, all these tricks. <laughs> <laughs> so she comes home after school and she has a crappy day after school and her mom makes this plaster Paris mask. Not a what I guess it's like a, a bust of her. The bust. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> Come on, that's creepy as fuck. <laughs> That was very strange. And when I was a kid, I didn't think anything of it. But now watching it, I'm like, why? I mean, if you any one of our parents would do that about us and made a make a head version of us, that'd be weird. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> hey Jason, if I came home, like, hey Jason, I just got back from wine design. I'm half drunk, but this is your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, let's put it on the shelf up here. If you make if you make Graham's hat into a thing, let us know and tell us what he says. <laughs> oh gosh. But you know, as a kid when I watched this, I didn't think anything of it. Now when I was watching the movie, it kind of and this is what I got from it. Don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> but the mom was a little bit of a waif. Like she she doesn't work. She just goes to her little art classes and makes a bunch of shit. She remembers she made the costume for her. Yeah. So she's just fucking around all day. Dad's way on business, probably fucking his other wife. Do they even mention her dad? Yeah. Because she talks to her on the phone. Oh, that's remember? right. He's in Chicago, right? He's in yeah, Chicago. Yeah, yeah I'm what? sure. Yeah. That'd be like Alberta, the Chicago of Canada, right? <laughs> no, what dad was doing away on business. And my thing is, is that, like, you know, you're a kid, you don't think anything of it, but like I'm watching it now and I'm like, okay, so the mom is just like, she's kind of like a hippie. She's got that weird skirt on, but that was the nineties. So maybe that was product of that, but like, <laughs> she's a very creative individual. So I'm sure I read the book when I was a kid. I don't remember fuck all from the book. No, me neither. I wonder if the book dived because it had, it's the same thing, right? So why did the mom make this stupid ass thing like why because it represents love and she also hates her son i would hate that <laughs> that's what i got yeah. too. That, that, that the little brother sucked wow. <laughs> he was kind of a, he was kind of a dick he was basically just another like uh, appendage of the two bully kids yeah. yeah but he was worse than the boys in my opinion yeah he because sucked he sucked cool. the most i wish i wish he would have put the mask on because he did spoiler alert at the end of the episode <laughs> I wish it uh, would have taken him. I wish the mask would have <laughs> taken the kid. <laughs> but yeah, so Carly Beth comes home. She has this whole existential crisis, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> where she's like talking to herself, right? And she's in a room and she's like, I'll show you Chuck and Steve. Doesn't she have a good moment where she supposedly sees the, the mask make a smile initially yeah. before anything starts? So she I thought that was the, weird. The, the bust, the bust yeah. smiled at her. But that was like a weird moment because it was like it was before anything st- even happens for the whole series. Yeah, it's yeah. I was like, this doesn't. Why <laughs> does she like yeah. sprinkle a little like a remember that fairy dust and the Return to Oz? They made everything come to life. <laughs> yeah. Did, did the mom have some of that to make the gump come to life? Is that I what mean, happened? Is that is that how much love was in this mask that it was like it was the counteractive to the the hateful scary mask? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Have y'all seen Return to Oz? By the way. Yes, of oh, course. Yeah. I scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> My favorite scene. It's what it should have done. She in the first switched one. her heads. And oh, then yeah. I used to oh, yeah. watch it because I rented it all the time. And my mom comes in one day. I remember I was a little kid. And she was like, you know, you can't take your head off or you'll die, right? Because that was like my favorite part. <laughs> and I didn't know that. I thought you just take it off and put a different one on. Like, okay. <laughs> and this is what they were the mom was trying to do with Carly Best in that bus that she made. She was just gonna take her head off and put the, the fake one on. Well, she she made the daughter she wanted. 
Exactly. Oh, wow. there's, the there's the commentary. She is a show mother, <laughs> and she is going to live her life vicariously <laughs> through Carly Beth, and she's going to make her dance and uh, sing and do all the training stuff because she couldn't quite make it, okay? She had a kid young. The bigger lady, uh, that little kid, what was it, Honey Bee or whatever it was? Honey Boo Boo? Yes. That's all I can think about at the time with Mary Beth, because I can't stand people with two fucking first names. Like, come it's not on. Mary Beth, it's Carly Beth. <laughs> Carly Beth. Either way. Get your, get, your, get your white girl names right. How dare you? <laughs> but yeah, so continuing on with the bus. So yeah, the bus is whatever. And she's pissed off about that, which rightfully so, because I wouldn't care too much about it but they put it they hang it up and then she goes back to school the next day why do my bangs look so shitty in this bust mom <laughs> jason you just screamed 90s yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> that's the thing carly beth was such a fucking pushover i think anybody who has a friend who behaves that way you're just always annoyed with that person inherently because yeah. you're like get the fuck over it like it's everybody everybody's life sucks everything's scary Everything is terrible. Like her girlfriend, her girlfriend was even over her bullshit, right? Oh yeah, real quick. <laughs> Jason was in love with the girlfriend. No, actually, I, I thought it was a girl from Halloween Town when I first started watching this movie. Uh-uh. And then I bust out laughing because I was like, "Who is?" And like, she only did like this and like three other Goosebumps episodes. Yeah. And then like the trivia said whatever her her name was. This is not her real name, so people her real name is currently unknown to the public. That was like the only trivia. I was like. Somebody wrote that down on IMDb. Like it was like the biggest mystery of all time was what her, this person's real name is in Canada. Well, <laughs> Canada. Because she was in the Terror of Tower. So, and that's which is interesting because so she's in uh, Night at Terror Tower, right? Yeah. Is that the name of that one? Yeah, I, yeah I, that was one of the other specials. Like that Night of the Dummy, Werewolf yeah. Swamp. I watched that one right after Haunted Mask. I'm like, let me just leave it on so I can reminisce because I don't know if you remember if you had the Haunted Mask on VHS. They had the making of Night in Terror Tower on the VHS. You could oh. watch that before the movie came on. And so I just remember the little kid talking about, we used to shoot the last scene first and the middle scene. It was so cool to shoot this movie. And then me and so-and-so, we, we both had the same brown eyes. And that's why they made us brother and sister. Like, I just remember, <laughs> I fucking remember this like it was yesterday. And that motherfucking kid is on like every Hallmark Christmas movie now. Really? Yes, one being with, I think, uh, Lacey Chabert. And I'm like, where do I know this guy from? Every time I'd watch a movie, I'm like, where have I seen him? I know him, I know him. And I just Googled him one day and I was like, oh, I used to watch him on that making of because he was the little host. And he was like this high. And now he's like a grown ass man, like eight feet tall. Like I couldn't believe it. So. Is he like the heartthrob that always moves into town to steal the main character's heart? Is that no. what? Is he, he always plays the guy who never left town. And then oh, she comes back oh, from the big city. Oh, and then she okay. has to go back to her, you know, her It's the opposite stealing away. Yeah. Those, those movies are like, oh my God. <laughs> Your girlfriend from the, the small town goes back to her small town and small guy steals, steals the big city. Back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Steals it. Or it's it's like uh she's she's from the big city, but she's moved to the small town because her grandma's sick. She believes that <laughs> love conquers all. Meanwhile, we've got this other guy who hates everything, is a divorce attorney, and literally kicks puppies. See what happens <laughs> when they get together and they quit hating each other on they're gonna fuck. A Hallmark special. 
a Hallmark movie classic. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. We all um, know I love my Hallmark. Formerly <laughs> featuring, what's her name from Full House before she went su- super Christian and doesn't believe in those movies anymore. Oh, they all switched to the other network. Uh, Candace uh, Cameron Bure took everyone to the other network with her because she's tired that Hallmark loves the gays. So. <laughs> what is the name of that network i can't remember and i refuse to watch any of those movies and some of them look really uh, good and i'm like i'm not gonna watch it because yeah. Candace cameron beret is now their new spokesperson because there's no gay people there oh my god i had to whisper mm-hmm. it i can't say gay in florida i'm gonna need that uh you're in trouble the santa isn't worried about hurricane idalia anymore it's all about <laughs> it's coming for me like I don't think we've ever been really worried about any hurricane that's ever come this way. It's like Hurricane Andrew or something. Yeah. <laughs> and Andrew, Andrew, Andrew demolished Miami. The last bad one we had here was Charlie, and I think I was in eleventh grade. Yeah, I remember two thousand five was when they all got like a like four or five like category five hurricanes, and it was like Florida might not exist by the time September comes around. So we'll just see what happens. <laughs> yeah, they've been saying that about California all the time. <laughs> you know, hey, it's only like the fourth biggest state in the country. We'll just figure it out later, you know. <laughs> so, so Carly Beth goes through her bullshit. Not, you know, mm. not unlike every child in Florida right now, but she's going through her bullshit. She's at lunch with her girlfriend, and Chuck and Steve strike again. <laughs> what is this? Like a '90s hip hop song? The way you said that. Yeah, they're like kid and play. They're like white kid and play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're so doing she- their little dance. Yeah, they're doing eating, that dance. Yeah. She's eating her nasty ass. Uh did you guys oh by the way, did you watch the um what's his name? Why can I think of it? Oriel Stein. HBO Max, the new um the one who got hit by the Walmart truck. Why can't I think of his name? Oh, uh Tracy Morgan. <laughs> Tracy Morgan. Sorry, Tracy Morgan's new stand-up. I haven't you seen it. I saw an ad for it, but you I haven't gotta seen see it because he does this whole bit making fun of Bobby Brown. And now every time like I think of anything like I just think of him pulling up a shirt because he was like making fun of Bobby Brown and his gut out singing. They say I'm crazy. <laughs> it's like he had to lean against the drum set because he can say anyways. So <laughs> back to the show. So Chuck and Steve put a you have to watch it because I'm going to go watch it again. I was laughing so hard. And he puts a worm. They put a worm in her nasty tuna fish fucking sandwich she's eating. Wait, you missed the first one, the the whole pumpkin patch. Well, yeah, that was with the, the tarantula, game. you know. There yeah. was a yeah. They, there was a hand in the pumpkin patch. Firstly, where was she? Why was she out for? Those were my kids. Why are you out in the middle of the night looking for goddamn pumpkin, dude? Go to public. Why are those kids waiting there that long, hoping she's gonna show up? These are like eleven year old kids. <laughs> I watched the Haunted Mask too, also, and the the kids like, oh yeah, your curfew was twelve o'clock. You're eleven years old with a twelve o'clock curfew. I didn't get that until <laughs> a senior in high school. <laughs> i didn't even have that until i moved out of the house are you kidding me like what is that also you gotta remember 90s parents early style latchkey <laughs> like, well we yeah and all of us i think we're latchkey kids well maybe yeah. fans, i don't know yeah but like nobody was watching us <laughs> <laughs> our only rules were come back when the lights go on yeah <laughs> it's like come on but it's stormy outside. It's, the lights have been on all day. Doesn't matter. You gotta go. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the whole thing is, is that they they scared her at the beginning. They hid in the pumpkin patch, and they go and they antagonize her there. And then again at lunch at school the next day, which I guess is Halloween because all the kids are wearing their costumes. So they put that that earthworm that was moving around. That was pretty nasty. So I'm I'm sure it was a real worm in her sandwich. As they're apologizing, she eats it, and that is disgusting 
I don't know how you guys felt, but like when yeah. I was a kid, I thought it was gross. But I was watching it the other day. I'm like, well, the same thing. He did the same thing in a, like the the go eat worms book too. Somebody ate worms in that one. I was like, come on, oh, be yeah. a little more, <laughs> yeah, be a little bit more original. She was she was eating that nasty tuna sandwich. It was hot out. Like it's you're outside <laughs> eating tuna fish. Like what is that? So no, this is October in Canada. It's it's blood yeah, freezing. Say, it's not like, it's not Florida in the, the summer. The sun was shining. I don't know, but it doesn't matter. So she goes home and has a whole fit. She rips up the duck costume. Her crazy hippie mother knits for her. She said while her mom's in the room listening to Indigo Girls. Like yeah. <laughs> Listening to what was the other one? Uh, Fiona Apple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Singing cream onto herself. <laughs> and she rips up this ugly, which that was an ugly costume. Like, you can't make it. She's 11 years old. Make it a little form fitting. Don't make your daughter walk around looking like a nasty tally tubby. Like, come on. Yeah. So she rips up She's the a duck child. costume. It's not like the sexy duck child. Outfit. She goes, yeah, but like at that age, I was painting my nails black because I wanted to be like Tiffany from Chucky. Like I wanted to be like her. So that was what I was like. You know, that's that's horrible. Maybe that's why. Please tell like me that. you weren't drawing hearts on your chest. Today. Were you doing that? No, I was doing it in my notebook, and okay. I was like, I was hoping a guy named Gavin would come save me. Oh God! Like Ga- had to be Gavin. Had Gavin. to be Gavin. Were you a big Bush fan? Was that what this was? Yeah. So anyway. So she goes off, she goes through her thing and she finds $30. Oh my God, $30. She finds $30. I can't even get my nails filled This for $30. was the 90s. This was like a hundred bucks back in the end. Yeah. The fact that she had $30. With like 8% inflation we've got here recently. Like that's $30 gets this buys you nothing. <laughs> but yeah. in 1994 or whenever this one came out. 93. 93 when this came out. $30 was like, this person could eat for months. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically remember as a kid thinking that was so much money. Was that in her room or did she go to her parents or her mom's no, room? And she had it in her little jewelry box. So she probably was getting, she's, you know, storing money away. Babysitter money right there. Yeah. yeah. And so she ran, she goes to the new, cause they had initially seen a brand new Halloween store that opens. The guy is like a total Nazi in there screaming on the phone the entire time and tells her Dude. to just pick something out. Everything I have is on the wall. Dude. Colin Fox, who plays this guy, he plays the exact same creepy overriding character in everything I've ever seen him in. Y'all ever watch My Pit Monster? Y'all remember that? Yeah. Y'all remember that? He was the yeah. exact same creepy, <laughs> awful character in that, too. And he's that's... in Tommy Boy, too. Okay, I'll buy from you. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, okay, he's a little overzealous. And when he locks her in that room, like, okay, so when we're kids, we don't think anything of this. But when you're locking a young girl in a room and then screaming at her, when you're padlocking this big fucking lock and he locks her in that shop multiple times and then he touches her and he was like what is your name (laughs) oh my god as a kid i didn't think anything of it now i'm like i'm like what is this what is happening dude's out here on QAnon boards really hard seriously he just made this whole move tv series problematic in two seconds it's like uh, locked door child touch (laughs) screaming at her (laughs) exactly so you know she goes she sneaks into the back room so i thought one of the best effects was when he slams the door all of the masks so she sees a series of disgusting looking masks that the Mm. haunted mask being the worst i guess of the bunch although that one with the the clive barker looking one 
that with a face oh. licked back. That one was pretty. Disgusting. Oh yeah, yeah, that one was pretty gross. I thought that one was kind of worse than the other one. But anyways, they all turn their head and look right, and we can see I the mean, effect. Classic CGI it. back then. Oh, yeah. we see the effect for it, but it was still good, and it was still good then because you're just like you didn't expect that. Like they're all looking, and they all have yeah. eyes, and they're just like. That is so fucking scary. That is scary. I think it's still scary. I think it still holds up for, to this day. He's like, uh, quiet, you'll wake him up. Like, you've been yelling this entire time. <laughs> well, the only one used, yelling right now is you. <laughs> they're used to his big ass mouth all day, but they are funny. also extensions of him, right? So yeah. if you want to dive deep into a child's psyche, book, child's book <laughs> slash TV show, they are extensions of him. And so. It's really creepy. Like when you really think about it, are they it. now? Is it is it sheddings of his of his face? Because All he's saying faces. that's the reason he has his bump face. You know what I mean? Like so, he's making it sound like this will fall off soon too. You're like, uh, wait. Are these all your shedded skin heads? So basically, <laughs> he wears a quote mask, and all of his feelings manifest and go into the mask, and then they get hideous, and right. then he removes. So he keeps telling him, "I don't dare show you what's underneath." So what does this motherfucker look like in real life? Like that's what I wanted to. That's what I want to see. <laughs> what do you really look? If these, <laughs> <laughs> if that is in your face, like you look like you have a little rosacea going on. Like I don't know what's going on under there. I don't want to know. Just shedding your skin like a snake, and you're just like, yeah. So... John Boyd's gonna pop up, and he's like, throw that skin out there a little bit, like from Anaconda. <laughs> This is from a long time ago. This guy's like two, three times this now. I know. Like face off over here. Like what is happening? Mm. So oh, yeah. I know. So they so all of these things happen and, and it's really interesting to see the different variations of the faces after you learn all these. Of course, we don't know this at this time. Carly Beth, the brat that she is, she throws the money at him, grabs the mask, and runs out the door. And instead of him like making a scene, he locks the door. I remember that was I. I watched a friend. So you can't buy beer here after two o'clock in the morning in North Carolina. I don't know if you guys have that law of Florida or not. No. Um, but yeah, I didn't think so. But I just remember. <laughs> I remember I watched a, a friend of mine go into a gas station that was open, and it was after two o'clock in, at night. It's like so. If I bought this beer, like how I'm not how much would it cost? And he was like, it would cost this, but you can't buy it. So it's like, okay, he like threw the money and ran outside with the beer at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> he just threw the money <laughs> at the register and just ran out with the beer. He watched a haunted mask. That's exactly what happened. Carl <laughs> <laughs> Stein teaching kids how to drink irresponsibly. I just well, wish that, that that clerk was like going like this way. Why are you asking me this question? Nope, he was like, nope, he's like, I'm nope. working at Sitgo at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Don't just leave me alone. <laughs> well, I mean, that's my thing, right? You're still paying for it. So are you really doing anything wrong? I mean, other than the federal law that says you can't yeah. drink after two. Oh, well, with that, that, for sure. Yeah. But with the mask, I'm like, whatever. But obviously, he didn't want her to have it for a reason. But if these were, why wasn't that fucking door locked to begin yeah. with? Like, whatever. I mean, he did lock her in the other back room. <laughs> yeah. I just imagine like that guy, you remember in uh, Superbad where that guy, the story, everything keeps knocking over. He's like, ah, fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, all the, like, we are super bad generation, right? So, like, they were probably watching a haunted mask. Anyway. Yeah. So, if we continue on to the whole shebang, uh, she ends up getting away with the mask. She finds a really creepy little Freddy Krueger outfit. What do we think about that? Her little striped sweater and yeah. her 
jacket. Like, I mean, it worked out way too well for that mask. <laughs> it did. Because she was dressed like a boy and she scares that little shithead brother of hers. Which I think is the only <laughs> re- piece of resistance to putting this fucking mask on is that he, he dropped his ice cream. First of all, he dropped his ice cream and the mom didn't even say anything. That pissed me off. You little motherfucker, get back in there and clean up your fucking ice cream. That pissed me off. And he leaves it on the floor. That's why she hates him. Yeah, the mom said nothing about him dropping the ice cream on the floor, but she has to see Carly Beth's duck costume. Oh my God. That's no, it's cool. It's like, you can't have that. It's got too many calories, Carly Beth. You can't have that. Yeah, no. <laughs> my mom would have said that to me. That's terrible. But my mom would have said yeah. the same thing. Like, you don't need to eat that. It is like, the okay. worst. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is the worst, isn't it? Thank you. <laughs> It must be so nice to grow up a boy. You know what? I'm staying <laughs> with the patriarchy after watching Home in Mask. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure the poor brother's dad like treats him like shit. Fucking, that's why he acts out on the sister. You were the worst flashlight holder ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyways, she ends up uh, getting out of the house without uh, her mom seeing the duck costume because she's more interested in the cheating father from Chicago. <laughs> And she takes the bust and she puts the bust on a, a stick, like a mop stick of, of her head. So she's running around the neighborhood with her head. Let's just call it a pike. Yeah. <laughs> she even put a little, little bit of like a red scarf to make it look even yeah, more. Yeah, no, she definitely parades that shit around like, like it's yeah, fucking that, the death that, of her. That was a good, nice little touch there. Nice touch. That was. And that was when we actually finally decide to like Carly Beth. Like she grows a pair and she's she's ready to go. Right. <laughs> and then you realize like, oh, no, it's actually the haunted mass that's making her do this. And you know what? She's actually a better person when she's possessed by the holiday mask. <laughs> She's more palatable. She's yeah. uh, more fun to be around, to be honest with you. You know? Yeah, her voice is great. And that was the thing. Like, we noticed at first her voice is, is different. And she doesn't right. know. And she's like, oh, I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, everybody has that friend that you can hang out with, like, maybe, like, twice a year that you love, but is just, like, the worst person ever and treats everybody like shit. Yeah. Like, but as opposed to like normally Carla Best, like I don't want to be around you fucking ever. But like haunted mask haunted best, like you know, you can be fun for an evening every once in a while. <laughs> it's exactly. Mary Beth's fucking horrible traits of finding a toxic boyfriend. Exactly. You, you drink like <laughs> or four girlfriend. or five, you know, you go out, you have to have like four or five yinglings in you, and then you just go. <laughs> I love that Lance keeps calling her Mary Beth. It's Carly Beth. We're talking about Carly Beth. Oh, sorry, but I want to make her more hillbilly. They all blend together. <laughs> rubbing off on you over there. I can understand. Yeah, I see that. Uh, <laughs> so at some point, she goes out. She finds, uh, what's the girl's name? Sabrina. Sabrina. Uh, Sabrina. So there, here's where we have a couple of issues. Jason does like Sabrina. <laughs> Sabrina is very pretty. Okay, let's, let's, let's cool it with Jess on that one. Okay. <laughs> Sabrina, yeah, she's a little cutie pie. She was like the pretty one. And I always thought like I looked like her because I was dark and I have my hair like her. So like I always was able to identify with her. And and I was always a cat for Halloween. Like I was a cat until I could pick out my own costume. I don't know. (laughs) And then you became a nurse. (laughs) It was that one the good. Yeah, there was one year. No, until I was old enough, and then I was Pocahontas because I was brown. And then (laughs) the only Disney princess that could be. And then a witch. I was either a witch or a cat. Like it was just something generic. <laughs> but it was cute because it was like a little. She looked. She looked like a cat. She looked like a little hamster. What did the kid call her? Called her a rat uh... or something. It did look like a shitty. Like who the fuck is making these? It must have been Carly Beth's mom who made her costume too, because that one looked like shit as well, right? <laughs> 
She kind of looked like a gerbil. Yeah, she looked like a gerbil. Okay, bless her heart. Poor Sabrina. But Sabrina's even saying, I don't like it. She's touching it. And there's a little bit of like an underlying, and I don't want to say this. Should I say it? If I do, Sarah, say it. Kind of like an underlying thing going on between them. Because the way they touch each other, they hold hands a lot. Maybe it's just a Canadian thing. Maybe they're just, maybe they're more affectionate. But they, yeah, they're always say, holding hands. And, and Aren't most girls that are girlfriends more like genuinely like more nice to each other and touchy and like all the things? But that's true. Like, you know, when Claire and I are drunk and stumbling on our heels. Yeah, we're holding hands and hanging on our yeah. shoulder down the street. But that we're, like you're not going to you know, see dudes doing that ever yeah. half the time. But at and that they, age, they don't yeah. do that. They well, don't no, but these girls are drunk off of like Kit Kat bars. So like... <laughs> <laughs> the chocolate wasted folks chocolate just like, you know they got that, that nasty fun dip where you jick hard candy and then like powder candy that's just disgusting well <laughs> i'm not one doll present during this entire trick-or-treating rage and then so meanwhile the whole thing is that is that carly beth wants to scare the shit out of chuck and steve meanwhile chuck and steve are little gay pirates and the this is why we need a mikey sword fighting see the allegory there we and, got it in yeah. front of the in front of <laughs> yeah. the cemetery i know where the fuck is monkey in <laughs> front of the cemetery and they're like oh let's go in here we just cleaned out the neighborhood let's go in here blah anyways by the way chuck is actually in a couple of are you afraid of the dark episodes and uh, in the 13 what is that movie where the kids are really bad anyways he's in a bunch of those the kids are really bad 13 the one where they kill each other what is that movie 13 is it 13 oh the one okay the movie that came out like 2000s yeah like 13 they're all doing drugs and they're like bull yeah okay i think they're talking about yeah i mean where where were the fucking parents that these kids are doing this when i was 13 i looked like tina belcher and i would sit and listen to puddle of mud in my room by myself and cry like that's what i was doing how are you out doing drugs and having sex? Like, I don't even understand. I cry when I listen to Puddle of Mud, too, but that's just because I remember oh, that God. that awful um About a Girl cover that came out last year. Did y'all remember that? Y'all remember how bad that was? I don't even I know. know. I have Oh, yeah. <laughs> just after this, go Google uh, Puddle of Mud singing Nirvana, and it is bad. <laughs> like, oh, it is, yeah, it Ooh. looks like his vocal cords are about to pop out of his mouth as he's singing. Like, it is bad. <laughs> He had a downward spiral that no one can save him from. Bless his heart. So, know, much like up. Kurt Cobain. Anyway, back to Haunted Mask. <laughs> back to the Haunted oh, Mask. So they're in the cemetery fighting, and then they're like, "Oh, let's go run around. We're gonna eat candy off of gravestones." This is why girls live longer than boys. This, in the right here, just this, this entire scene. This is. <laughs> <laughs> they're eating candy. I'm like, what are you doing? That's not a table. Somebody's dead. Like, first of all, it's very disrespectful. Secondly, like, don't you care? Like, you're in somebody. Somebody's dead, and you're in like, whatever. Haven't you seen the movie Grave Dancers? This is how yes. you get. <laughs> holded for the rest of your life until you die yes especially uh josie moran who gets it the worst because that ghost was raping her and doing all kinds of shit to her that was awful like that scared the shit out of me if it wasn't for that horrible ending because they ran out of money that would be like one of my scariest movies that movie is that movie is not good but it has moments it was like oh i can see what they're trying to do it was like oh this is bad yeah yeah So they're they're whatever. Carly Beth's watching them from behind a tree because she already ditched Sabrina. And then she turns, she comes around and she comes out. That was so terrifying. She's like, this is Carly Beth's head. Because at first they think it's Carly Beth, but her voice is different, so they don't believe it. And then Steve is like, 
oh man and it gets down on his knees and i always remember that because like they're legitimately scared i'm like wait a second they really think that's her head by the way i'm just like i was like they really think somebody like chopped carly best head off i mean the mom did a really great job but it's dark okay at the first you're like they're so stupid but the head does start talking but then at one point it was like hey decapitated heads can't talk either not unless you're the thing. Is it Rob Botin? Is her mom like Rob Botin? Is that what's going on from the thing? Do it's it. reanimator. He's walking around with the head. So, the head. Is the head going to give head? Oh, don't even. That and that scene is so horrible. I can't believe they got away with that shit. Anyway, so they Carly Beth scares the shit out of them. They piss their pants. They run away. She buries the head in one of the plots. She buries the fake head. And then she like runs away. Sabrina finds her and she's like, why are you covering it in dirt? Where's your, where's your, what is it called? Where's your statue? She's like, oh, I buried it. I buried it. Cause she's buried. Canadian. I buried it. <laughs> and she's like, okay. So then they go back home. Like nothing's wrong. So this is me and Claire, like nothing's wrong. And then <laughs> she has to get the mask off. She can't get it off. And Sabrina goes to look under the shirt. I thought that was the scariest part. There's no end to the mask. <laughs> the mask is basically taking over her entire body. And they're screaming. And she's like, my eyes, my eyes, my eyes don't look like that. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so this is why I thought it was a different actor who played this role. But there was nothing I could find. Like, I yeah. think this, this chick played. She got better. Like, it was kind of weird because, like, either she was just so amazing and being so annoying as <laughs> the the, you know, it's like. It's like, oh, okay. As a little girl, you're like annoying as fuck. And then yeah. when you put this mask on, you're really creatively well Dude, done. Like that stutter she does at the beginning of the movie when she's kind of scared. I was oh. like, oh, that is not good. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. She's like, I'm just. Yeah. J- 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 <laughs> I'm like, oh. You know, my some God. guys who stutters is like this. What the fuck is that? No, it looks like she's about to ugly cry. Like, that's what it looks like she's about to do. Like, <laughs> but, you know, that could be the director's choice too. Like, look scared and. And she's a kid, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I mean, we have to think as like I'm getting, I'm judging this thing as I'm watching. I'm like, oh, I forget. This is a child's show. I, mean, she's I was a overacting child. Overacting I mean, regardless. <laughs> I initially watched it. <laughs> so anyway, whole thing goes over, like she can't get it out. And that was the first thing Sabrina's like, I'm going to get my mom. Cause she's like freaking out, right? <laughs> and uh, Carly Beth runs away and she runs to all these trick-or-treaters and they're like, what are you supposed to be? She's like, I'm supposed to be me, but I'm not. I'm supposed to be me, but I'm not. And I'm like, oh my God. This is like what everyone does when they're drunk. Like you have a whole crisis in front of everybody and then you run away. And so she did. So she's getting ready for college. Anyways, <laughs> she goes into the mass shop and he's like, I've been expecting you. And he locks the door again. He locks the child in the Halloween shop again. And she runs in and he's telling her the whole shebang, why the masks are haunted. Why, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is her face now. I think that was the hardest part to like stomach. He's like, this is your face now. And he puts her in front of the mirror. <laughs> and she's screaming. And I'm like, oh my God, that's a hideous face. Hello. Ew. <laughs> um, and then he's like, there's one thing. What does he say? The symbol of love. Yeah. Symbol of love. What does that mean? And now I don't even understand. Like, even as a kid, okay, the symbol of love, we know it's the stupid head, but like, does that make sense to us now? I don't know. They stole this from Iron Scared Stupid when it's milk. The exact same concept. <laughs> yeah. The exact same concept. A mother's love, milk. 
I'm sorry, Miak. You didn't think you'd be good. You didn't think I could get it this time of season, this time of year, did you? No. Nah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so you know, she's in the shop, and then the masks come to life after she has her whole crisis again. She has several cri. Her the this whole show is her crisis. It should be Mary Mary Beth, Carly Beth <laughs> crisis. <Got her. laughs> I hate her. And like it was an Angela from Hellraiser when all the city yeah. lights come up to her. Exactly. Yes. And so oh. they all come floating to her, Carly Beth. Uh, come back, Carly Beth. And that was always scary to me when I was a kid. Yeah. When those heads are floating around. Yeah. Did anybody think of the part from uh Freddy where it's the part with the where it's the 3D Freddy one where the worm I didn't but I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> that is it a, exactly this, you know, the same. This movie has this may not have aged super well. This movie is much better than Freddy's Dead. <laughs> yeah, everything is better than Freddy's Dead. I think we were just talking about that earlier. What a horrible movie that is. Oh man, poor Breckin Mayer. It was just so funny because the worms when they came out, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> it seems like if I had 3D glasses on right now, this would make this movie so much fucking funnier to me. I wonder when he was auditioning for Clueless if he left uh, Freddy's Dead off his resume. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like the girl Sabrina. We don't know her real name. Like, yeah. why would yeah, just hide it? Hide. Apparently, you can just hide things, and nobody can find out. Like how? But that was the '90s. Like you get away with everything and just fucking like take it you out. Didn't have and... the internet back in those days. <laughs> <laughs> so we're still on dial-up. <laughs> yeah, no, we were on dial-up because my dad used to get so mad at me. He would pick up the phone on purpose if I was chatting, <laughs> just to kick me offline. So no more aim for you, young lady. Yeah, no more ASL fucking with people in the chat rooms. You know, <laughs> God damn it. Whatever. Carly Beth has to find the symbol of love. And for some reason, she believes that's to be the bus that she buried in the cemetery. She digs it out. She chases all of the haunted mask heads and they all disappear because she's like, this is Carly Beth. I am Carly Beth. It's me. Blah, blah, blah. And this is I only know these lines because I watched it so much as a kid. I can still say these without even if i didn't watch it last week i would still be able to say this and so <laughs> she realizes oh it's okay she gets the mask off she, she takes the mask home like what did you burn this thing why did you take it home i would have gave it back to that ugly motherfucker nazi in his little shop take your or shit buried in the fucking cemetery <laughs> bye she takes it home and then she gets home. And this is what pisses me off watching this as an adult the most. And I just have to share this with all of you right now. The mom's like, where have you been? It's past midnight. Sabrina called twice. Sabrina, <laughs> you were supposed to be with Sabrina. Where the fuck were you? She's like, I just learned a lot about myself, but I'm fine now. Okay. <laughs> the mom's smoking weed in her fucking bedroom listening to Fiona Apple because her kids are running amok the city and nobody seems to care. She's like, is my daughter a criminal? I don't know what's going on here. I need to go to sleep to dream of this, okay? <laughs> I couldn't believe that. Like, how did she just like, okay, you're, you just came home. You're crying. You're you're covered in dirt. The, the head I made for you is covered in dirt. Your duck costume's in pieces in your bedroom. Sabrina's calling. We can't find you, but it's okay. It's fine. And then her shithole brother puts the mask on. Thank God. I'm sorry, that better be sugar-free candy bars in there, young lady. <laughs> oh 
And then she leaves the mask on the floor and Noah's like, oh, 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 now I'm going to put that mask on. Oh. oh, you know, the best part about that is, is if you did, I, I noticed it, which was kind of great, whoever was directing it. But you actually see in the, in the shadows when they're talking, you can actually see him fighting, putting the mask on and trying to take it off. Oh, like in the background, you I actually see him bat battling it. Yeah. Like it, it, if you look, watch that scene again. He's literally in the shadows. They actually have a whole battle scene. I was watching. I'm like, oh, shit, that's crazy. That like there's a whole thing going on why it's happening why they're talking like a regular talk and it's like if you missed it or you've never seen it check it out it's 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 like a pretty decently a good scene i it's never amazing. noticed i always saw the silhouette i just thought he was putting it on i didn't know he yeah. was fighting it was basically it. he was fighting it because he was trying to i think he was putting it on but then i think i, I think he realized right away that it was a bad scenario and like you see it and he's like he's doing a lot more movement than just putting something on and that's okay. why you hear the voice of that. Yeah. And the, the, I watched Haunted Mask Part 2 in preparation for this episode. And it's immediately like, a, oh, yeah, but you took it off immediately. So it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, no, it, it was just a cliffhanger that came in that turns out to be nothing. So just in case you were wondering what happens to the, the, to the brother, <laughs> he's totally yeah. fine. He's still well, kind of an asshole. <laughs> according to the old man, uh, it depends on how many times you've taken it off already. She says in the sequel, you can, if you put it on for a third time, then it becomes you. <laughs> Right, three, See, three times. Uh, makes well, sense. Three, three, yeah, three is a good. Yeah, that's we're playing good. with Nintendo, Super Mario Nintendo rules. You know, you gotta hit them three <laughs> times for it. You kill yeah. it. Yeah, see with the Trinity and like three is a holy number, and it's also like you know whatever. So that's why. No, this is goosebumps. You're thinking way too deep into this. List. <laughs> well, I'm sure Earl Stein thought of something when he wrote yeah. the shit. Because like He's Jewish, so I'm sure he thought about the holy Trinity. <laughs> baseball <laughs> well i'm just saying these are these are illusions and tropes that's why we have to know the bible to understand literature to begin sure. with so i'm sure mm -hmm. he did but so Catherine long actually returns as carly beth in the second one as shitty as she is as carly beth at the beginning she does a great job playing the haunted mask she's a theater yeah. person so that's better in the second one yeah and she was better in the second one but i didn't really find anything else that she did aside from chuck from part one like none of them really have anything that stand out and i don't even think the same steve from part one plays steve in part two right i couldn't even I, honestly i couldn't because they were wearing like outfits the entire time when i watched seconds so i couldn't even tell if it was the same one or not it's not the same kid so it's, uh -huh. it's just it's strange he does a pretty bad um uh marlon brando godfather impression the second one so <laughs> sounds about right yeah he puts cotton balls in his mouth and he's uh, oh, dressed wow. up like a gangster and mm. it's uh <laughs> this is jason's literary review so i you know and the thing is is like okay so the first book came out in it was book number 11 i don't know what year that came out but i was actually looking earlier the second book was released i think a couple years later but then the third there's a part three that doesn't come out until like 2008 yeah i saw it was like the scream of the haunted mask I'm mm. like, he, he still, first of all, I didn't know that Arl Stein was still alive until Jason said that so earlier because I wasn't looking about him. <laughs> I assume that he would just kind of like show, he does show up in the Goosebumps movie because I remember I played it for my seniors. He does a Yeah, I've never seen him in the, yeah. the movie. The, the he latest. Does, like movie. he's mopping the, the actually, floor. Yeah. yeah. The movie's yeah. pretty good. It's not exactly a Goosebump story. It's just kind of like, you know, a, a meta Arl Stein sort of thing. <laughs> It's almost like New Nightmare, where it, like where yeah. all his creations come to life. Everything comes in there. You gotta throw yeah. it all in. But the and I never saw the sequel. I don't know if that one was any good or not. 
Oh. I saw I that one. It wasn't horrible. I mean, it, it was about the same, right. but it also made me think of the haunted house, <laughs> the one that Jack Black did too. Oh yeah. Well, see, my favorite, my favorite Goosebumps book. Well, I loved Return of the, you know, Return of the Living Dummy Part Three. Yeah. And it came from beneath the sink. It came from beneath the sink. I still remember like every detail of that book. Like a creepy sponge thing. Yeah. Remember when she 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 shut her hand in the drawer and like broke some bones and the blood was gushing out yeah like why did rl stein tell us this as children like i remember reading it again and i still remember that image in my head isn't that fucking crazy like i don't i've read that when i was like fourth grade and i still remember that i'm 35 years old so those perma-bound uh library copies that are like (laughs) i still have it in storage somewhere those were like because like anytime a new one came out my mom would just buy it for me and like oh here's another one i'm like oh thank you (laughs) so you know you read them you read so many go do something yeah leave leave me alone alone. exactly mommy needs to drink okay it's, it's better than handing your kid a cell phone and saying here here you go like at least i was reading a fucking book like, so we'll start doing. here you go have your tablet go play a game with your tablet <laughs> you can play fortnite on this right now go just leave just get the fuck away from me that's anyway. literally my nieces right now it's like just tablets and walking away i mean that's but that's what the kids are raised on now so it's just it's interesting to me now i wonder how a goosebumps book would fare in this world that we have now like how would a story look like do kids even read books anymore? Like, do they have the, the patience to sit down and read something? That's or not? Like, I mean, scrolling? it's mostly like Bluey yeah. and like all those like melon heads and like. And I only know this because of my nieces. <laughs> I have to buy them toys every time I see them. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. No, but it's like they, it's it's videos. There are kids who still read. Um, they still read, and I okay. do see kids reading. But it's like, I have six classes. I probably have almost two hundred kids this year. And I've Yikes. probably seen four or five girls, and it's always girls with a book. Being Are they reading Sweet Valley High? Is that what they're reading? No, they're actually they're, I don't know what they're reading, and I'm not going to ask because I, I don't want to know. Sweet you have to tell all them. That's what'll happen. You have to tell. Exactly. I got to register the book. I don't give a fuck what they're uh, reading, but at least they're reading. They're like, it's okay. I have my book, and I'm looking. I'm like, you have a book? Where did you find this book? Where was bitch. this? Where was this book procured from? So no, they don't read anymore, and that's why I'm curious. I wonder if we could do like a meta, if we were to like promote, like present an idea to Goosebumps and say, let's write a story about a teenager who decides to read a book after no one reads a book and the book starts changing them. Oh. Oh, You should do that. But when you move from Florida, because then you're in trouble. (laughs) That's all right. I'm going to die in DeSantis. No, DeSantis is going to run for office. So I don't have to worry about it. He might kill all of us. It's just gonna kill the whole country. Let's just move to Canada. <laughs> they won't let us in. God. Yeah, they're against us too. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not gonna let the Floridians in. Oh my God, Jason, yeah. you might be okay. Uh, I'm still a little too south. I'm still a little too south. Yeah, I was gonna say he's, he's about that Bible line. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're uh, we have yeah. a checkered past, us North Carolinians. Oh. <laughs> but hey, we grow tobacco for everybody, so that's nice. That's it. Oh. 
we love that we love we love that anyway. cigarettes I was like, uh, do y'all have any other memories from watching the Goosebumps or reading Goosebumps? Not really. Oh, yeah, I know, because Lance didn't read. <laughs> I read plenty. <laughs> this movie, like, I read the Goosebumps, but I, I honestly, the Fear Street to me are better because they are more mature. Yeah. There's one, and I can't remember. I think it's called a lot. Well, not the vampire one I have, but there's another one. It's like a prom night one where it like, happens in high school. And this girl's this, these, all these kids are getting murdered. Prom Queen? I watched, I read that one like a... Was it Prom Queen? Yeah, I read that one like a couple months ago. It's on an open library. Yeah, I read it on my phone the other day. It's like really good. She lays all the kiss marks on them. Yeah. And then we realize she's like, but the kiss marks are reverse. And then we realize it is her. She's kissing the napkin. And yeah. then she's slapping the napkin on the yeah. I was like, this fucking bitch. And I got to the end. Yeah, you couldn't kill anybody in Goosebumps books, but you could kill a couple of people in, in Fear Street books. You just people we kill oh, They were um, dying left and right. It was great. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's like some even more like hardcore young adult books that were coming out that were like a oh so i ever went like daily detention it is literally it's just a sleazy slasher movie that takes place in high school <laughs> sounds about right yeah, I mean, but funny. you could get away with that then i don't know like I mean, but that's the thing i don't know what the kids are reading and i could probably do some research but i didn't but like i figured i would at least know like other than like any young adult fiction like what is there what was the one that i had the kids read unwind even heard of that that is pretty fucked up so it's basically it's in the future and i only do the first book with them and i did it with my 10th graders i don't read anymore because i'm like i honestly don't want to know what happens because i don't care (laughs) basically it's about it's in the future and so all of these parents have their kids and if your kids are bad you can sell them off and basically what happens is they take their body parts and use them for people who needs like if someone needs a new arm they just take it from the kid and some of the kids are born into families just so they can be harvested so that's what it's called in wine so basically they just send the kid off and they just take them for their parts and give them to other people and they're dead so the whole premise of the book is that a couple of kids escape this and they're running away and they're trying to get away because they don't want to be harvested yeah fair enough fair enough yeah 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 um, I mean, it's a whole allegory, right? Like yeah. what we're doing to. You can make your people. kids read Wasp Factory. That's a fun one. Hmm, what is that? <laughs> it's just about a kid who's literally a psycho who uh, lives on an island with his dad and he murders his, his nephew. It's it's a whole. The dude's crazy. It was written by the guy who wrote Atonement. So. <laughs> oh. oh my God. I hate that movie, by the way. What a horrible film. Like, I'm not watching reading that book. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I didn't even know what I was watching. My aunt's like, let's watch Atonement. So I watched it and I'm like, <gasps> like, I would rather sit and watch somebody get their eyes, you know, popped out of their head than watch that again. I think that happens in the Wasp Factory. So. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Anyways, Jason, yeah. take us home. You're hosting. All right. So <laughs> this has been a Slashers podcast. Jason's tired. <laughs> I am tired. It's been a long day. So am I. <laughs> We have a Patreon if you would like to donate to us for a little bit. We have different tiers. We have uh, special episodes, some shout outs that we can do for everybody. It helps us keep the lights on here at Slashers Podcast. Yeah. We have an Instagram at uh, Instagram slash Slashers Pod or the Slashers Podcast. 
He's like, you're just being dumb, Jason. You don't know anything. <laughs> no, I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at Lance Axon. Oh, okay. As soon as I said that, you were like, you your fingers like this. Why like, are you moving around down there? Because I like, I keep seeing, like, this is what I do at school. Like, I'll see, like, a th- movement and I'm just look at a kid and, like, and they stop. <laughs> she's, she's just catching me doing this while you're talking to me doing this. I way. don't even say anything. I just give a look. <laughs> and they stop. I love it. Anyway, no, take us home, eh, for the other stuff that we. <laughs> no, you can catch us on Instagram at Sasha's Pod or Mutant Goons from Beyond. Also from Facebook at Sasha's Podcast or Mutant Goons from Beyond. You can follow Jason at Jason Hill sixty three, not yeah. sixty nine. No, not quite as fun. <laughs> sixty nine, dudes. <laughs> sixty three, but I think you should change it. Um, you can follow me at. Oh, if I could, I would. All right. <laughs> You can follow me at Pathologically ADE. You can follow Lance at Zombie versus Hate. Uh, Mikey was supposed to be here today, but everyone can go, you know, send him hate mail because he left us today. So that's totally fine. Um, you can follow my boo boo Mikey at Horror in a Hot Shell. And you can follow Doug at Doug Bizarro. And also, we have Friday Night Lights and Center Night Tears and Sunday Nights of Grandpa Cinema Wood Chipper. And those Friday are all night, movie rights. Well, you say Friday Night Lights. <gasps> oh yeah, that's what it is. Sure. I thought it was Frights when I was like, I was like no, no, it's Friday anything. Night Action. Yeah. Friday <laughs> Night Action, Doug. I'm sorry, I love you. Um, I know, Doug. Save me a spot on the couch. We're coming soon. Red Bubble. Oh yes, and if you want to support us monetarily, or if you want this really cool Goon Bumps t-shirt that jake made green so now it's looking through me anyways <laughs> it is a carrot waxing t-shirt we also have one that has the the mask if you don't want anything as vulgar and that is at slasherspod.redbubble.com why would you want otherwise no the other one is not vulgar i wanted the non-vulgar one but i wasn't paying attention when i bought it and now i have a carrot <laughs> waxing t-shirt that doug wore to universal when they came and visited us and hopefully he didn't offend any children or family. And so anyways, <laughs> the carrot is waxing green. It's just yeah. like goosebumps. Mm. It's exciting. So there's that. If you want, if you want to support us that way. Otherwise, you know, just listen to us. The best way to support us for free is really just sharing. Like say, hey, you know, listen to these assholes talking about shit that you don't care about. Give us a radio on Spotify or Instagram, not Instagram, on Whatever you listen to your podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts, give us a like. If you listen to Apple, especially Apple Podcasts, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that really helps our numbers. So whatever you guys can do at this point, I don't care. Just like spread the word. I can't be like telling my students that I do podcasts. This is very inappropriate. Um, (laughs) We can have the numbers coming from my children. I can't have the children listening. I'm already, I already live in Florida. I'm already about to be fired any second now. So Jason, anything else you want to plug before we go? No, I can think of. All right, Lance, do you have anything coming up? Anything special for things that we care about? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I do not. Unfortunately, no band stuff lately. I gave you a chance. Anyways, Jason. (laughs) You're hosting. Don't wave. Tell me. <laughs> this has been Slasher's podcast. Goodbye and good die. Oh my God. I'm waving again. Uh. <laughs>